0: Hey, lovely, you're listening to the Should Dreams All Day podcast with your gal pal and fellow introvert, Mia Brax. That's me, by the way. This is a safe space for all introverts and dreamers looking to realize their dreams of shining online with confidence so they can build a dreamy online business, make an impact in the world, and that ka-ching while being 100% themselves and having fun in the process. And around here, the introvert hangover is of course sold separately. I'm all about empowering you to step into your superpower and become quietly confident online. I'm also about Friends, the TV show, chocolate, milk, chocolate, and coffee with cream. And just so you know, quiet people can do amazing things because we totally can. So get ready to feel inspired, learn, laugh out loud, and let's be alone together. Have an honest chat about how cool introverts are as we dive into today's episode. Hello, amazing human being. Welcome back to this Dreams All Day podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you. I love you. You know, you know I do, right? You know I do. <laughs> today I have a very, very special guest on the show and her name is Shalay Ozek and she is cosmic channel, intuitive, and lover of life, and her mission is to merge the metaphysical with the physical world to help people live fulfilled lives while connecting with their purposes. And yes, that is plural, purposes. She is so amazing, and she shares so many nuggets in this episode. We talk about the power of meditating and how you can get started with meditation, specifically to help you to gain more energy in your everyday life and to show up online to shine and spread your message and it was such a powerful episode and actually chalet honestly changed my life like the first time i talked to her she gave me a soul reading this might sound a little woo woo and trust me i am not a woo woo kind of gal i mean i'm interested in it i believe in it to some extent but after having that conversation with her i don't care you can call me woo woo i am officially woo woo But she's actually the reason why I got the confidence to change my handle from She Dreams All Day and to change it to my name, to step into who I'm supposed to be on this weird planet Earth. She sparked that for me during her soul reading with me. So we get into all the things. I feel like we should totally record a sequel to this episode. It's jam-packed, and I really hope that you enjoy it. I'll see you in the outro. Hey Chalet, welcome officially to the Traduce All Day podcast. I am so excited to talk to you today.
1: Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I was literally so excited when you reached out. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I, I'm so excited to film this today with you.
0: Amazing. And we kind of had to push this episode a couple of weeks because I caught the C word and that was just not a vibe. But now we're here. Finally! Oh so my I'm gosh, so I feel so
1: rude. I didn't even ask you how you were. I was <laughs> like, I knew that was something I had to ask. I'm like, yes, you got, you got COVID. Are you okay? <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. I just, I mean, I just had some fever, a little bit of a cold for like two weeks. Um, but then, of course, my kid was starting daycare, and so mm-hmm. she g- caught some other virus that I, of course, uh-huh. caught then as well. So I had infected tonsils for like another week. So no. I was down for like three weeks. So not a vibe. I do not recommend.
1: (laughs) Do not recommend. No. Oh, I'm glad that you're feeling better though. It's reminding me of me because I ended up getting sick, but it wasn't COVID. So I got really, really, really sick. I was convinced that it was, I was taking like rapid tests and all of that. And some of them were coming back positive, but then I did like, yeah. I did oh, like really? the big test in the end and it was negative. And I was like, what? Nice. Am I the only person in Melbourne that did not get COVID when it was like surging up? But yeah. anyway, I, w- I could have sworn I had it. I was like, this is it, I've had it. Oh, <laughs> this is
0: it. It's funny, like I almost felt a little bit starstruck when I caught COVID because everyone's been talking about it for two years and I still hadn't caught it. And now I'm like, "Yeah, finally, let's get this over with Miss Rona. Let's just do it yes. and then we can yeah. move on.
1: <laughs> yes, that's exactly how I felt. And then yeah. like, you could imagine my shock when I didn't have it. I was like, what? I thought I was beating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
0: almost like want to, you know, catch yeah. it at that point. Well, you're just like, to get
1: it over and done with, yeah. right? You're just like, all right, let's exactly right. Because it's been this thing that's been hyped up for so long. And you're mm. like, all right. Let's just do it, get it over <laughs> and done with, and we can move on with our lives, right? So exactly. it's so funny that it didn't end up being that, but I'm glad that you're okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm also really glad about the fact that hopefully now we can stop, you know, making Miss Rona uh, a topic, like start, just oh. stop talking about it. Like just- you know this interview is like two minutes in, and we're like talking about Miss already Like I don't, I, I don't want to give her any more attention.
1: <laughs> All right, so from this point forward, we don't mention it anymore. I know yeah. exactly what you mean, and it's like, it's yes. It's hard though, because it's like it's been in our reality for two yeah. years, but I, I'm i there with you. I'm done with it. I think let's chuck her in the bin. We're yeah. done. Yeah. Let's move on. And I really think the world is starting to move on now from, I think it's becoming an endemic. Is that what it's called? Endemic?
0: I don't know. Is that what it's called? I, <laughs> That's I have no idea. Really okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm like, is it an, nah, an epidemic? Uh-
0: Wait, I don't know. Don't quote us on this. We don't know. We're no experts. There,
1: is it epidemic? <laughs> it is, right?
0: Yeah, it's epidemic, and then it has evolved into a pandemic. So, is it back to being an epidemic? I don't know.
1: No, and then it goes to something else, which is like the um, final, like the I, I, thought it was, I think it's like E N D E. We just said we didn't want to talk about it, and I'm I know. Like, look at us.
0: <laughs> what is this? Okay, stop it, stop it, Julie.
1: Right.
0: Tell me all the things. Who are you? Let's stop talking about Ms. Rona and let's dive into all things you who are you yes. and what do you
1: do? Oh my God. The good old mission statement. Love yes. this. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's ever changing. No, my name is Shalai. So basically my goal, my goal is to merge the metaphysical world with the physical world in order to help people live fulfilled lives that is in like complete alignment to their higher selves. And their soul, that's my mission. That's my goal. Um, that's what I love to do. That's what I always talk about. That's what I do in my own life. I'm obsessed with it. I love
0: it so much. I've been like binging your content for like, oh. you know, since since I had your, I had a soul reading with you. I don't know when it was. It was maybe October or September of last year. Um, yeah. So I had, a, had this coach called Erin. I've talked about her before on this podcast, but she recommended you. And she told me like, okay, I'm not typically a woo-woo person, but she had a soul reading with you and it like changed her life. And so she recommended it to me as well, because at that time I was dealing a lot with, you know, limiting beliefs and I was not truly stepping into the business that I was creating. I was hiding still. I, yeah, I just had a lot of issues (laughs) basically about (laughs) what other people uh, thought about me. And so after that soul reading with you, it changed everything. Like it was what sparked me being able to change my handle from my brand to my name. Like without, I don't know. I don't, I just want you to know this. Like you're the reason that I was able to show up like fully and hundred percent and own what I do online because it was so, it was such an amazing experience. And I just want to thank you for that.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I fully, fully received that. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I know the power of a good reading. I've had that as well, like with my mentors and to be able to give that to other people like it's truly truly special I don't do the readings anymore because Mm. for me it wasn't in total alignment and it wasn't the best way for me to be spending my energy but for that short time where I was doing the readings and I got to connect with like awesome people like you it really did like light me up so much inside and it just I don't know it just reminded me that we're really all in this together and the things that we you know get so scared about like those fears we all have them we all Mm -hmm. have them and it's just yeah I'm so glad I'm so glad that you took the plunge as you're talking I'm remembering (laughs) what came up in the reading because obviously like I'm channeling right so I'm like channeling um spirit and things like that so I I forget what was said and I forget who I like spoke to and as you're talking I'm like oh my god of course I remember that I remember those messages that came up and it's been amazing to watch you like step into this version of yourself it's so powerful to see where you are Yeah. It's been,
0: I don't, I can't really explain it, but I just feel like I am now living my purpose. And I, I decided Mm -hmm. that this year I am, I'm not going to worry about what other people think. I'm just going to completely do my thing and just say, fuck it to everything. And just like follow my (laughs) dreams 100%. And I, and yeah, I, it's, it was, it was amazing. And I actually re-listened to it quite a few times because Mm -hmm. as I was in it, it was kind of hard to I mean, I was getting the goosebumps, and I was absorbing everything you were saying. But it was like I couldn't really truly understand it until I kind of like zoomed out and I I watched myself get your um, get the soul reading, and so I actually had to listen to it several times for for it to really shine through in a way. But yeah, such such an amazing experience. But I would I would love to hear like more about how you got into this spiritual world how did you enter it like what what has that journey been like for you have you always been a very spiritual person I want to know all the things
1: oh yeah let me tell you okay so it's a really funny story because I was an atheist actually for years and years and years yeah so I yeah, I know, right? So I grew up in a Muslim household. My mum was a really cool person in general. So while she was Muslim, like she was an import, she still wanted me to practice all of the things having moved to Australia. She really wanted me to like uh, experience Christmas and Easter and all of the things. So I grew up doing everything. So I then went to a, I think it was like a Christian high school. I'm pretty sure it was Christian. Um, had like a pastor there and everything. So then I would do like Monday chapels and things like that. So then I got to experience that side wow. of, um, you know the mainstream religions in the world. And really I was given this like polarity between the two. And I saw it creating so much division around the people that I was hanging around in that moment of my life. And I realized I'm like, why are we all fighting over the same thing in my mind? I was like, there were like only like slight differences. So I was like, what, what is this? Like, why are we doing this? And then I also didn't like the controlling aspect that came with the both religions. Like I didn't like being told what to do, what not to do, what to believe in. Yeah. I was just like, I was such a rebellious child. If anyone told me what to, like, what to do, I'm like, no, nah you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to go do the opposite of that. Right. Yeah. So because of that reason, I was like, you know what? I'm an atheist. And I just like took that title. I wasn't just an atheist, though. I was like an atheist activist. I would wow. let people know that I was an atheist. Yeah, I was online. I was on the platforms. I was oh like, God. you know, pre- I know. Right. I know. It's so hilarious. It's shocking
0: information to me a little bit because
1: right. when I see you now, it's like it's not like
0: you're <laughs> practicing a religion that way. But like, yeah, it's, it's it's the contrast is real.
1: <laughs> the contrast, I know. Yeah. I, I forget that version of me. I'm like, wow, that was only like two years ago, I, I wow. believed. Like okay. I was an atheist. Yeah, I was a full-blown atheist. So basically what ended up happening was – I know we're not meant to bring this up, but COVID, mm. <laughs> COVID hit, mm, um, but it was, I know, Miss Rona, she, she, she hit and she's a bitch. she changed, <laughs> she's a bitch, but she changed my life in the best oh. way possible. Like, well, yeah, I know she's a bitch, but like also did a pretty good thing for me only because yeah. I got to this point in my life where I was just living a life that was completely unaligned to me and my soul. Right. I did all the things that you were supposed to do in life. I got the degree. I did all of the things, you know, I I got the house. I moved out. I was deeply unhappy with my position and where I was. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, is this all there is to life? Is this, Mm -hmm. is this it? What do i do from here and uh like certain events happened in my life in the year of 2019 it basically led to me experiencing some pretty intense anxiety panic attacks and then i started to experience depression now depression was something that i'd never had before and when it got to the point of actually having like Like I was actually getting suicidal thoughts and things like that. So trigger warning, I'm sorry. I'm like, do you say that before or after? But it really got to that like pretty dark place for me. And when Miss Rona hit, Mm. I was forced to deal with myself. I no longer could distract myself with my external environment, right? I had to really deal with my shit. And the only way at the time I felt like I could get through it was just to practice meditation, even though I hated it. So Mm. I disliked meditation so much but there was just that just seemed like my only way out for some reason I was like it has to be this so I just continued to force myself through it and I would make myself sit there and eventually I started to get used to meditating and then I started to like it Mm. so I remember during lockdown I was actually meditating like a monk I was meditating at least five times a day I was spending every like waking moment in meditation because I was just craving that sense of peace so I wasn't doing it for any spiritual reasons or anything like that. And then through quieting my mind that much, quieting the outside noise, that's when I started to tap into the other things that I didn't even know were there. And that's when all the spirituality stuff started to really take place. So my journey was really like uh, natural. No one really put it on me. It's kind of like I had the experiences and then I was able to then go online and be like, what the hell was that? Mm. (laughs) Has anyone else experienced this before?
0: Wow. I'm like saying, wow, 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 wow. And I apologize (laughs) if that's really annoying to the listener, but wow, that is an amazing story. Like people talk about meditation. Like I, I just, I just feel like I should be meditating more now because I have this relationship with meditating that I, I, I feel like I need it, but I can't get myself to do it. Like there's so much resistance there and it's just, it's hard. It's, and, I'm, and I just like find myself like getting ideas, and then like my my arm starts itching, and then I have to like scratch the itch, and like <laughs> I can't sit still, and it's very mm. frustrating. So I started meditating for like ten minutes at a time, but then I'm like, I wonder how long it's been, and like I I assume like that's the case for anyone who starts meditating. It is a practice for a reason. Like that's why they call it a practice, right? You have to get used to it, and then and then that magic
1: happens, I guess. right yeah no it's definitely a practice and it's something that has to be you have to keep showing up for it every single day yeah. and I think like people want me to tell them like an easy way to get through it they like they want that they want like the magic formula and how they're going to start meditating but it really yeah. is just working through that resistance right yeah. working through that discomfort because that's what trains your body to be comfortable with just staying still so mm-hmm. it's really like while it's so uncomfortable in the moment it really does pay off in the long run so I would just force yourself to continue to stay there and you'll actually see like magic happen. There are like tips you can do as well. I actually have a free meditation guide I created on all of the things I did to actually get myself to a place of being able to meditate. It's for free because I believe, like like, I I think everyone needs it, right? Everyone I need that,
0: I need that. So let's make sure we link to it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll send you the link to it. And yeah, it's just basically like all the things I did, the breathwork practices that helped me to stay there music I listen to and all of the things so I it's a journey it's definitely a practice but it's one that's completely changed my life in so many ways
0: wow so is that when you were able to connect to your intuition and like realize that you want to become you know a content creator you want to create something in this world you want to make a difference is that when that happened like that shift because you were working in corporate at the time right or
1: so i was actually in i was a dermal clinician so i did a three-year degree in dermal science so i was working with a cosmetic doctor and doing that side of things and i was also a tutor at the university that i taught at so i was doing like real life things right i was like out in the world right? (laughs) like real life things now i live in the cosmos no um so (laughs) i was that. that that was like my that was my my life but i when I started to connect to energy, it was first of all, the experience of energy. So I was experiencing weird things or like timeline shifts and just weird things. I didn't even like, I was like, what the hell is happening? And I was being taken to like past lives. And then I started to, when you quiet, like the outside noise and I had spent an, eternity eternity that's the word.
0: <laughs> there we go
1: trying to ignore myself like trying to run away from my thoughts trying to run away from that that true desire um so when I really quieted that outside noise and I started to spend that intimate time with myself I got to see that no like you need to live a life that's in full alignment to what you want. You're not going to be happy any other way. Your soul is literally yearning for like creativity and expression and this lifestyle that I've wanted since I was 15. Like I've known that it was there since I was 15. I just kept telling myself over the years that it couldn't be mine. It couldn't be mine. It couldn't be mine. It was a dream that's too big to be had and i yeah i kept putting myself down and then um it got to the point where i couldn't ignore that voice it just got so loud and when i reconnected to her in meditation it was something that i just decided like there's no other way for me to live a fulfilled life other than to follow my dreams
0: yeah oh my gosh i love that so much cuz i can totally relate to this i myself have always as a kid known that i was meant to be creative and meant to be free And it wasn't until like, you told me this in our soul reading that you're not going to feel fulfilled if you don't go head first for your dreams and what you're meant to do. And so I needed someone else to say it to me. I had all these, like, Mm -hmm. I can't, it's not possible. Like all of these limiting beliefs, they completely took over. And that resulted in me not showing up for my audience and me hiding behind my brand and all of these things, but, but yeah, I just had this like urge. I can't explain it, but like when we had that reading, it was such an amazing like experience. Now I forget what we're talking about. We're like,
1: No, you were just talking about like limiting beliefs, holding you back, and you needed that external person to come in and show you, right? Yeah. And all I did was reflect what your soul was telling me, right? Mm -hmm. So I was reflecting the things that you needed to hear and- yeah that's just it sometimes it just takes for that to happen if you get like a really powerful reading from somebody that you trust like that's that's all you need to start like you know kind of whipping your ass back into shape and you're like okay I see but you already took like so much action I do want to highlight that because you already like you invested in yourself you paid for mentorship with like Aaron like that's already a massive step it took me months to decide that I was going to invest in myself and I think Mm. that already shows like I trust myself and I trust this path you know what I mean yeah yeah and
0: another thing we talked about was the inner child and you said something to me that completely changed everything you said if you keep going like this what you're doing is you're actually betraying your inner child because you're not pursuing what you truly want in life and that that's what I was meaning to say like that just really hit home for me. And that's when I decided to, okay, I'm going all in on this business and showing yeah. up. So
1: I think I think I do remember, I think I was giving you the example of your daughter and you right now. It's like, imagine your daughter is you. Yeah. Would you tell her she can't have what she wants? I Mm. remember that now. Oh, my God, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming (laughs) back. But something I would
0: love for you to talk a little bit more about is, you know, the inner child and the ego for the listeners who are not. So familiar with the spiritual world, like what does that even mean? (laughs) If we can start there.
1: Yes, I would love to talk about the inner child and ego. I think that these concepts are so vital when like starting your business and even just navigating life really. But especially when you're an entrepreneur, when you understand these concepts, you're like, oh my goodness. So basically, Mm -hmm. inner child, ego, I kind of like, kind of like same, same because the inner child is really like the ego is developed through the inner child and the inner child's experience so basically if you go back to the years of zero to seven that is when you are easily programmed you're you're receiving stimuli from the world you are developing your sense of the world and how you go forward right so that's when we usually end up adopting our parents behaviors we adopt Mm. the things that they say the vibrations that are present during that time you know so whatever's most prominent from the ages of zero to seven that's that's usually what's going to start playing out in your life because that's that's your experience of the world. So yeah. they say that that's when our nervous system is actually being programmed. So then from that point on, we have all these other experiences going through life, you know, we might go through school and experience things there. But basically, all of that starts to affect us when we when we become adults. You'll notice that patterns that played out maybe through your parents or through childhood, you end up doing the same thing, or the same things end up happening around you. And there's basically a correlation. So you can see this in your own life. Look at the people around you and start looking at people's upbringing. Usually, they're going to mirror the things that their parents went through. But yeah, you'll see you'll see it. Like everyone, like. Everyone sort of experiences what their familial line experiences. It's really interesting. It's called generational trauma, right? Mm. And what happens is uh, there are some people that actually you know kind of wake up to this fact, and they they realize that they're mimicking. You don't have to be spiritual for this as well, but they kind of realize that they've been mimicking their parents' behavior, or they're acting like their mum, or this is something that their mum would say, and they they're, they're mm. responding in a way that is not actually in alignment to the things that they actually want to attract into their life Yeah, but they can't help it it's like an automatic response right Mm. so for me like I my mom was very 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 negative and it took me a long time to really get out of that negative cycle and that negative program I remember one time I went to my friend's house this was actually recently so I'm still working through it but I went to my friend's house and she just asked me how my day was at Um, at work and just because it was work and how was your day those two words together my automatic subconscious response was it was shit like Mm -hmm. that was the first thing that came out of my mouth and that's just because I was already programmed for it to be shit but then I was like it was actually a really good day like why did I say that Mm -hmm. but it was that self-awareness in that moment to be able to be like okay I don't know why I said that and I kind of called myself out on that but that's the power of being able to recognize the ego because what happens is the ego and the inner child, just like you explained through your own experience with you know stepping out into your business, it was keeping your voice small. It was holding you yeah. back, right? It was telling you that you couldn't have the things that you wanted. It was telling you that you weren't good enough. And that's yeah. why it's so important to be able to recognize that those voices aren't true, that that is just fear, that's not true. And then you start that you can actually quiet that voice and be like, okay, no, I know that that's not true. And I'm going to prove to myself that that's not true by taking action. Mm.
0: So like, it's interesting when you're talking, I'm
1: thinking like, you know, from
0: the ages of seven, I guess that's when we start to get very influenced by the outside world and, you know, social media kids these days, like that's when, and that influence can manifest as that inner mean girl as well
1: yeah so it's,
0: it's very interesting That's
1: exactly right so you end up experiencing the things that you experienced in childhood like to give you another example is so when I was doing the reading business and I uh, was making I was making a full day's wage in an hour yeah to me, I thought like consciously you're like fuck yeah that's amazing that's yeah I want I want that right of course I want that hmm. but then subconsciously my nervous system wasn't comfortable in that vibration it wasn't comfortable experiencing that sort of abundance it was scared. It was un. That was the unknown. So I was trying to sabotage that growth by then not showing up online. You know exactly how you described where you stopped doing the things that you knew that were going to make you grow, yeah. because you were scared. You were uncomfortable, and your ego was desperately trying to find comfort and go back into familiarity. And for me, that was going back to a place where I wasn't receiving money. It sh- like in my mind, I was like, how can it be? This, is this easy to be making money so easily, right? Doing yeah. something that you enjoy, like well, how, how does that, 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 that's not right. You know, I had the programming growing up. Yeah. I was, I grew up with a single mom and she did it all on her own. So it was like, I had the programming that and the understanding that you have to work hard for money.
0: Yeah, wow. How can you tell if it's the ego bubbling up to the surface? <laughs> like if yeah. you are a person who is, programmed as you say in a negative way and you're constantly being your brain is feeding you lies constantly like how can you tell that that's the actually the ego and it's not the real you you know i feel like a lot of my students and my clients deal with a lot of these limiting beliefs And it really stops them from taking any type of action on their dreams like they don't even start because they're so paralyzed by these thoughts, but how do you like recognize it's the ego and recognize that it's not in fact true it's just my inner mean girl trying to convince me that I can't do this
1: yeah maybe a really hard question i don't know (laughs) no 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 it's it's not a hard question um it's just i think people don't like the answer but because it's meditating it's literally Mm. meditating for me that's what helped me the most that's what got me to see these two distinct like voices in my head because before i was meditating my inner mean girl let's call it like the ego was so loud so loud it kept me stagnant for eight years right Eight years, I didn't take action on my dream. I didn't do anything that I wanted because I was telling myself that I couldn't have it. And that was the only voice in my head. Mm -hmm. But when you actually quiet the mind, you hear two voices you start to hear your intuition creeping through and then you start to notice her a bit more and then you're like oh hold on wait no like that that isn't actually true Mm. also through meditating when you quiet the mind you notice how erratic the mind is Mm. so then you can actually realize how like irrational you're being as well when you fall into that negative cycle and you're like wait this isn't even true like you know what i mean yeah
0: Oh, wow, I just had this thought, of, this actually takes me back when I was working at a music company and you know it's, it's all about quieting the mind. And you know when you're on holiday and you you literally quiet the mind, you don't have any like external influence, you're just chilling, everything's a vibe, everything's good. That's when I felt like myself. That's when I felt like I know what I'm actually supposed to do. I know that I don't want to be doing this. And so that's when my, I don't know if that's my intuition or, you know, my inner child or someone just like took over and said, Hey, this is what you're supposed to do. It's not this, it's this. And so I, I don't, I know that's not meditating, but it is a way of, you know, quieting your surroundings and your mind and really getting back into, you know, you and who you are and who you came here to be. But for anyone Uh, wanting to get into meditation I know you said that you have this guide and we're going to link it in the show notes so everyone can check that out but like any tips at all for someone who's never meditated before and how to actually get started because of that resistance (laughs) that pops up at least for me
1: (laughs) yes I would love to give you the tips on meditating like I said the guide will have everything in it and like certain videos that i used and how i got started because i was only meditating for a good like three minutes to five minutes at a time at the start that's all i could manage but the best tip that i ever received and i give this to everyone now because it just changed the game for me personally with meditating it is that you don't have to control your thoughts you don't have to control the mind The common misconception around meditating is that you have to have a quiet mind. That's not the case. The mind is constantly processing information and stimuli around it. So when you take that moment to sit down with yourself, no shit, your brain's going to be like going all over the place and you are to let it do that. Your only job is to observe the thoughts coming up. At the start, you will be identifying with all of the thoughts coming up. But then eventually, you start to detach from that erratic voice and that over analyzing or overthinking mind and then you start to say wait this is just my brain processing information this isn't actually my voice this isn't real this isn't me it's really really strange and it's really profound but you have to have the experience for yourself so the first tip I would say is not to not to try and control your mind when your mind goes off your only job when you gain like awareness again what you want to do because you'll kind of get lost in the thought But what you wanna do when you gain awareness again, and you've realized you've done that, all you've gotta do is get your attention back to the breath and then your mind will go off again and then you'll do the same thing. So it's just that pattern that actually allows you to, you kind of gain like dominion over the mind with time, with doing that. Cause then you, when erratic thoughts come up through like everyday life, you're not getting caught up in it. So I would like get really bad panic attacks and I would get completely swept up by the thought. And when I started this practice regularly, I realized like I was able to stop panic attacks from happening because I was like, wait, that's not true. I don't have to go there. Wow, that's really
0: helpful for me at least because that's what I thought. I thought when you meditate, your mind's supposed to be empty. You're just supposed to yeah. be in this <laughs> zen, you know, mood and everything is fine and everything, just all your problems are going to be solved. Like that's the, that's the, I, that's what I thought meditation was. And so you just saying that, just sit down, don't try and control your thoughts, just watch them and focus on your breath. Like I'm going to, I'm actually going to try and meditate today, to be honest. Like I am just do going it. to start because, and just for like three minutes, like you said, do you set a timer or do you just sit down?
1: It depends on the day like obviously now i'm you know running all like the business and the content online so i'm really intentional with my day i love meditating without a timer but i usually do set like at least a 20 to 30 minute timer so that's like my meditation sessions now because i really 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 enjoy it and when you start to like do it like regularly you'll actually get to a place where you want to do it longer and longer because it's just it's like a magical experience I can't describe it it is so good I just want to get past I
0: just want to get to the good place I just want it to feel amazing right away don't we all it but- happens faster
1: than no. it happens faster than you think it honestly just requires your commitment but yeah like if you if you can only sit there for three minutes at the start do three minutes and then do five minutes like there's no you know you're, you're doing this for yourself
0: yeah. I actually saw that you just meditated before this call because you went on I your did. Instagram story like, <laughs> and I'm like, maybe I should meditate as well. But, yeah. No, yeah. that's
1: how I prep for things. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm going to meditate, get into a Zen place. I oh, did breath I work. That. That's my that's my, meti- that's my prep process.
0: I want that too. <laughs> but how do you, like, is there any like rituals or do you like listen to anything? Do you light a candle or do you just like sit down or do you lay down like what does it look like like in your physical yeah, space I-
1: no, I, I don't really lay it like I used to, I used to like go all out with it, but now I don't really do all of the extra stuff, but although the extra stuff, it's nice for like aesthetic reasons, yeah. but um, <laughs> for me, I lie down. I actually, I'm not a sit down meditation type of person. I just can't do it. I don't care what anyone says. I cannot do it. I'm like, I just like to lay down with my hands, like by my side. And I just feel like I feel free that way. And I feel like I can completely let go. So I really enjoy doing that. I just got goosebumps because I always
0: thought that you had to sit in the lotus position when you meditate. And I, that's never been my thing. It's like, it's very uncomfortable. And like my back is, it's awkward and wow. Yes. So I can yes. actually meditate laying down. This is brand new yeah. information
1: to me. Like this I, is. I know. I'm, like, I'm glad we're having the conversation. No, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I met it. I do it lying down. I don't care what anyone says. I'm like, I can't. And I've had profound experiences. Like I've had. Obviously, the biggest shifts in my life, and yeah, right. I always meditate lying down. But I will say, don't meditate in your bed because anyone that says sleep. That they're meditating, you're gonna fall asleep. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. But
0: I guess, I guess then there's like no rules to meditating really. It's just about no. you know being you being comfortable, you doing it in a way that feels good to you, right? Exactly. Um, and then just like paying attention to to you or, or watching your thoughts and paying attention to your breath. I'm going to do yeah. it today. Like I am yeah, I am do it committed today. now.
1: You have to let me know how you go. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I just feel like as an introvert in business and, you know, showing up online, creating content, there's always something to do. And I feel like maybe this is something that can really help me to wind down and to practice. It's a form of practicing self-care, really. Um, and something that we've talked about before is the self-love or self-care toolkit um, that yes. you asked me to like create I for myself. That. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually have like, I'm such a nerd. I have this program called ClickUp. And so I created a dashboard allocated for this. So I have my self-care ah. toolkit in my ClickUp and I'll go in there. Um, I'll try and go in there every single evening. And then I have all the activities that make me feel good. Meditating is actually on this list, but I haven't actually, you know, Start and practice, but I that's <laughs> going to change. That's going to change after this call. But I'll go in there and yeah, I just have a, a list of self care activities because I think it's so important that not only if you're an introvert, but you, you know, for all people who are in business and have a lot going on, it's so important that we do take the time to take care of ourselves because. It's not something that I have done in the past because I've been, you know, go, go, go since the beginning, because I felt like I'd never had the time. I just need to be working at the business at all hours or whenever I had some free time, I felt like I had to work. And so it been, it's been very hard for me to calm down, to wind down and to just focus on my breathing and focus on my mindset, uh, journaling and doing all of these practices that I know are going to be helpful and so, yeah, I, I recommend everyone <laughs> create a self-care, self-love toolkit like you taught me how to do. So that's it's- been really, really helpful.
1: No, it's so funny you say that because it was actually those readings where the guides actually gave me that concept. I never really had it before. And it was through the readings it came up for a couple of people where they needed like a self-love toolkit. And it was for the person who couldn't do the same thing the day, day in, day out, right? So it was for that person that needed that variety, that needed that freedom to change. And it makes sense, you know, with the lifestyles that we're going after. Like we need that like fresh, like, you know, that fresh feeling every day doing this same thing every single day can get really tiring so it was like it was really funny because that that concept came through those readings and now i do it as well so i am one of those people that yeah i can't do the same thing day in day out but i know that these practices are really going to and i've seen it you know completely skyrocket my growth um and i know that you know these practices are in my case i find them more important than the actual action portion of starting a business so for me like this mindset this energetic work is like the most important thing so i really really prioritize that but i i'll do it like throughout the day so i'll do like you know my whole day is infused with these practices and i'll let myself feel into what feels good that day So good. Such good
0: advice. Well, it's been so, so amazing to chat with you, Shaleigh. So inspiring. I felt like we talked about so many different things and I could honestly go into deeper, you know, into detail on, you know, limiting beliefs, the ego, how to get more energy to show up online. But I feel like we covered so much and maybe we need to have another chat another day where we absolutely. can dive into everything. I know.
1: No, absolutely. These concepts are so deep. They're so broad. And honestly, they could, they could, they could be podcast episodes in themselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm
0: like, talk to me about the ego. And you're like, oh, it is a big topic. Yeah. Like, where do it's you like, where do I start? start? <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on and everyone make sure to follow Shelley on her Instagram and we'll link to that meditation guide in the show donuts as well thank you so much for coming on
1: oh it's been such a pleasure thank you so much for having me
0: is your mind currently blown do you currently look like that emoji when the brain's like exploding (laughs) because that's how i feel right now after having listened to that episode again and i really hope that you enjoyed it make sure that you follow chalet on her instagram and grab that meditation guide so you can get started with meditating today i am doing it today Well, at the time of this recording anyway, she convinced me, I'm just going to push through, going to push through the resistance, and I'm just going to do it because it's about to get magical. It's about to get so good. I would also love it if you have the time, if you feel like it, leave a little review and a rating on iTunes and let me know what you think of this episode. Share it with a friend so we can spread the message that is quiet people can do amazing things because we totally can. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. I'm going to have a sip of my coffee first. Um, how do you say this? Is that a helicopter?
1: <laughs> yeah, Is it you me. or me? I'm like, Yeah, no, you? that's me.
0: <laughs> oh, am I back? Can you hear me?
1: Spent <laughs> an inter... An in- I had spent an... In- Why can't I say this word? Filming a podcast here, sort it out. <laughs> hey, we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. I feel yeah. like there's something in my throat. Me too. <laughs> okay, you too? Uh, I was trying to hold it back as well. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. I, so don't forget uh, five years, right? Before I like, not five years, nearly 10 years. Actually uh, no, eight years. i gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> so yeah, that's whatever. fine. <laughs> uh,